Borak Thong Earthlets. My name is Conrad, and welcome to our series of Space Spinner 2000 Collected Episodes. Our goal with these is to collect our coverage of top 2080 thrills and storylines in one place, so you can easily listen to them in one go. They're a great accompaniment to reading the 2080 collections that Rebellion publishes, or just to hear us talk about the good stuff without being interrupted by the other stuff. This time, we're taking a journey to hell with Johnny Alpha, Wolf, and the Gronk, the boys from Strontium Dog. The, uh, the, th this is the first big Strontium Dog story after the thrill premiered in 2000 AD during the Star-Lord merger in Prague 86. Journey to Hell ran from Prague's 104 to 118. The script droid was John Wagner writing as T.B. Grover. The art droid was, of course, King Carlos Escara, and the lettering of droid was John Aldrich. You can find it in both digital and print in the Omnibus Strontium Dog SD Agency Files Volume 1 from the Rebellion web store or your preferred books seller. Oh yeah, Journey to Hell! <laughs> uh, like I said, it's the second Strontium Dog story in 2000 AD, after running in every issue of Star-Lord, of course. But since that, that, that first story, the Galaxy Killer, is pretty much explicitly stripped Johnny and Wolf of the majority of their weapons and equipment, this is a chance to see the dogs in all their glory, tossing time bombs and shooting number four cartridges and so on. It's also a great chance to see the boys um, operating as a team and exploring new and difficult situations while exhibiting, of course, the camaraderie and humor that will typify all Strontium Dog stories from here on. It also establishes the Strontium Dog universe as an incredibly weird and varied place. The threats here aren't just guys with guns. They could be a myriad of different things. I also think this story provides a great opportunity for Carlos Escara, who's still pretty fresh, returning to 2000 AD to really show off his chops drawing awesome landscapes and cool monsters as the team makes its way through hell. Definitely keep an eye out for the amazing artwork as you're reading Journey to Hell. It's next level stuff. Also look for the interesting people that the boys meet on their journey. And of course, for the pervasive anti-mutant prejudice that's such a key part of Strontium Dog in all situations. So with that, uh, let's get to the comics. Episode 31, Progs 102 to 106. March 1979. Thrill 6, Strontium Dog. So the script robot for Strontium Dog is John Wagner writing as T.B. Grover. The art robot's Carlos Escara. The lettering robot is John Aldrich. So John Wagner wrote three of the six um, thrills this month, just to give you an FYI. Jeez. But so... Oh shit, now? Alf, Johnny Alpha, Wolf, and Gronk are back. They're cruising in their convertible. They're in their element, man. It's yeah. awesome. They're rolling into the no-mutants town of Sharpsville, looking for the criminal, Fly's Eyes Wagner. Oh, I had a quick question. Yeah. Is So is his um, partner, is, is he a mutant, or is Wolf, he just a big old man? Yeah. Wolf is a big old man. So he's, he's a normie. Yeah, he's man. Wolf's co complicated, but I don't want to. I want to let the. I, oh yeah, I'll, no worries. Let the story tell you about it. We'll we'll get to it eventually. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, so as they roll into town, they're stopped by the cops from the town, who tell them to clear off. Friggin' pigs. Johnny Alpha's like, I'm a strontium dog, sir. I'm here to take down a man who killed another strontium dog. You guys can't handle it, and they like burn his like license. 
And they're like, we don't like no outside mutants in our town. And Johnny Alpha just like pushes the guy down and drives off. Like, we got to take this guy out. You guys are getting in my way. Which is awesome. Yeah. They they know that Fly's Eyes is on a uh, a ground train. Mm-hmm. And as they drive and as they drive into the town, they see the the uh, train that Fly's Eyes was on. Johnny jumps onto the train, and he and Fly's <laughs> Eyes have an awesome train fight. It's really great. Somebody gets pistol whipped, and then like another guy gets almost whipped with a belt. Yeah, but when Johnny has Wagner dead to rights, the local law starts shooting at him, and Fly's Eyes escapes. Bunch of jerks. He, he cuts the cr- the coupling of the road train, and all the cars begin to topple. Oh no! Ah oh, snap! Yeah. So the train topples, but luckily the grain car Johnny Alpha was in cushioned his fall. By the way, I love the full color two pages that they get for Strontium Dogs with each one of these. Yeah, Strontium, especially this one. Strontium Dogs in the middle of the of the of the comic this month so they get two color pages and they're dope af for sure they really are this whole like the green on the black and red like looks really good yeah i'll try to put the color pages um in the in the social media entries for this for this for this one this week um but so uh johnny yells at the local cops and then drives into town on the lookout for fly's eyes we then cut two fly's eyes Attacking an old dude who turns out to be his own dad. Pistol whips his dad, for God's sake. Yeah, he's planning to leave Earth forever, but he wants to take the old guy out first. As the uh, as our team approaches the building, Fly's Eyes Pop is in. They're confronted by the local cops, and this freaks out Fly's Eyes, who starts shooting. He kills a few cops and then throws a grenade at four others. A dimension warp! Oh, God, where did they go? Yeah, Fly's Eyes has brought out the big guns, and now it's time for Strontium Dogs to, reci- to the, for the Strontium Dogs to reciprocate. Dude. So, the D warp is bad news, and Johnny's got to stop Fly's Eyes before he shoots it again. Johnny shoots an electro flare from his gun, blinding Fly's Eyes, and then the team runs up to the apartment. At their destination, Fly's Eyes yells at his father for not fixing his eyes when he was a kid. And his dad's like, it's your evil brain that's the real mutation. Dude. Fly's Eyes kills him for it. As Johnny, Wolf, and the Gronk enter the room, Fly's Eyes triggers the dimension warp again. This time disappearing into the warp himself. Johnny's got to take him down. It's strontium dog business. He jumps into the warp and tells Wolf and the Gronk to stay behind. Worried for their friend, first Wolf and then Gronk too jumps through the D-warp. Aw, jeez. Hey, man, this tricycle's going to ride. They land on a strange, twisted world with all roads lead to hell written (laughs) on the wall. And Next a giant episode. Volcano with an evil face on it. Yeah, everything's. There's a volcano, there's all these skulls everywhere. It's awesome. Next episode The City of Lost Souls. So maybe they're in hell. Maybe, oh, maybe yeah. it's a little bit in hell. It's hell time, buddy. Bound and down and down. You know. Dude, it's. It's. Uh, Strength Team Dogs is real good. Yeah, like, man. It's really too bad they only got three. Um, Three issues this run. There's some awesome train action. Oh, some man. good gunfighting action. We got to see a new gadget. 
from uh, Johnny, the Electro Flare. We're going to see some more gadgets this time that I'm pretty excited about. Um, Dude, it it reminds me of the old Judge Shred like one-off villainry, except that they use it now to just go off into full long arcs. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, <sighs> the Bounty Hunter setup makes it really cool because it just means that they can sort of, you know, just frame it as like, oh, we got a new guy to go after, so let's go yeah. after him, you know? Right, if a storyline gets sale, it's like, well, let's make up a guy who can turn people into toads. Exactly. Literally, sometimes. <laughs> Episode 32. Progs 107 to 110. April 1979. Thrill 3. Strontium Dog. Been waiting to get here. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Script robot is uh, John Wagner as, as TB Grover. Art robot... Carlos Escara, lettering robot John Aldrich. Escara rocks, man. This comic rules so hard visually. It's so, yeah, like, okay, so Strontium Dog has the middle spot, and so it means that it gets two color pages every month, which is basically like, like the centerfold spread of the comic, basically. And it and looks so good. It's so beautiful. It's so awesome. Of Just these cr- ridiculous hellscapes and burning lakes and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my but, God. But so uh, Johnny Alpha, Wolf, and the Gronk enter the doors that say all roads lead to hell <laughs> and make their way Great down. So far. Yeah, they make their way down a seemingly endless staircase, the stair steps disappearing behind them as they go. Still a good idea. Let's keep going. Uh, no, no choice at this point. Eventually, they arrive at a rocky plain that leads to a giant city full of tall buildings that basically look like partially melted candles, is what I, how, how I describe yeah. them. Yeah. Or like, um, like Gaudi buildings, like the uh, the author, the uh, Barcelona architect. Mm-hmm. They look a lot like that too. Which might I don't know where Carlos Escara is from, but if he was from Barcelona, then that would really make sense. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's got a but, very high look to it. Yeah, the air is full of weeping and wailing of souls in torment. But what's that? <laughs> it's it's Fly's eyes, Wagner. Get him. gotta run away as the boys give chase they start being grabbed by the hands of the denizens of the city they're all gross yeah they're all gross and mottled with masses of festering green sores and they all beg them for the way out like let us help us escape let us go it's just like, oh, you guys are creepy and gross and weird even wolves like don't touch me ew Hey, Wolf knows what's gross and what isn't. Uh, (laughs) It seems like they've all been trapped here in what they call the City of Lost Souls for years. Suddenly, it looks like rain, and everybody runs. The boys are quizzical until the rain starts, and they realize that it's liquid fire! Oh, God, it's horrible. Yeah, and the furry body of the Gronk is burning up. Oh, poor Gronk. Yeah, so they all get out of the rain and put themselves out. They learn that this is the City of Lost Souls, the first city of hell. From from a street preacher, they learn the only way out is to trek to the root of all evil, the Black Citadel on the Mound of Skulls. Uh, Among the crowd, they find Fly's Eyes, and before he can react, Johnny blasts him to oblivion. Like, just a powerful enough shot just to turn his body into a smoking corpse. But wait. And then that smoking corpse starts con- like congealing and becoming a person again. He's coming back alive! No! It seems like no one can die on this dimension. Uh, Fly's Eyes swiftly heals physically back to 100%. And <laughs> the street preacher says the only way out is the Black Citadel. 
Johnny and the guys decide to make the trip, but immediately run into the problem. Uh, the town is bordered on that side by a huge river of flame. <laughs> to cross the river would clearly mean death. But hey, there is no death here. After oh, some God. hemming and hawing, Johnny decides to head out. And when Wolf says, I'll just stay behind, he knocks Wolf out and tosses him in this boat. <laughs> a uh, wooden boat. Yeah. Fly's Eyes, the Gronk, and the Preacher all pile into the boat. They tie chains around their waists so they can sort of all be connected to each other. And they go out and onto the river, promptly burst into flames, and then fall beneath the <laughs> surface of the fiery river. Because that's what happens when you go sailing on a giant river of flame. I mean, you know, I don't know what you're expecting. They definitely didn't have, like, an asbestos boat. Like, it's they aren't fighting the human torch here, you know? <laughs> an asbestos boat. Yeah, I've seen weirder things made out of asbestos in Human Torch comics, I'm just saying. Anyhow, oh God. through sheer force of will, the fiery, burned-up body of Johnny Alpha pulls itself out of the river of fire. Good lord. After healing from his burns, Johnny pulls the rest of the team out of the river, and pretty soon they're okay. <laughs> the preacher's green sores heal even, turning him into just a regular dude. Also, when they pull, when Johnny oh, pulled no. everybody out, somebody just sort of came along for the ride. They just sort of randomly fished out <laughs> a, an extra dude. <laughs> who introduces himself as Don Dork Space Trucker. Which, like, not a not a great name, Don Dork. He talks in a constant stream of uh, CB radio lingo. <laughs> I don't so, understand any of it. I mean, you can kind of put it together, but it's, you definitely can't, I definitely couldn't understand him, like, in person. You know, I got to see it in a word bubble and then translate it, you know? <laughs> but this is kind of pre-staging... Or presaging, I should say, John Wagner's work in one of his great early stories, Ace Trucking Co., which is just 100% CB radio trucker stuff. From what I can tell, John Wagner thinks this stuff is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the preacher asks to be returned to the city, and Johnny and Wolf give him like the literal old heave-ho back into the river for him to try to find his way back across. It's they a pretty funny thing. Him into a river of fire they just do the thing where they grab like his collar and like the belt loop of his pants and kind of go a one a two a three and throw him into the river cucumber his word bubbles like goodbye Ah! (laughs) (laughs) and now it's time to head off uh it's johnny alpha wolf the gronk don dork and flies eyes wagner currently in handcuffs and they're off to see the wizard or uh, Satan. Yeah, Satan. They, uh, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> Satan. They head off into a field of weird globes on the ground. Good times. And uh, apparently the next frog is Desert of the Living Dead. It's in the next episode, buddy. It's exciting. Mm-mm-mm. Dude, Strontium Dog, buddy. It's so fucking good. It's arts, so yeah. really good. The art's really amazing. The story's really fun. These guys, have, you know, these sort of space mercenaries have mm-hmm. found their way to literal hell and have to deal with it and stuff. And it's, it's, it's really neat. Great. Like, they they do the whole, um, like, Don Dork was trapped in the fire for, like, four years or something like that. And yeah. they describe, like, 
how every second in is this intense agony because you're just a burning the whole time and always feel it. It's it was done very well to make it like reinforced as hell. You know? Yeah, man. It's a good good hell story, man. It's good good. <laughs> it's a good hell story. Hey, I also really like how Johnny this time at least has all of his gear and stuff. So he's doing things. We saw like some flash charges and stuff. I I think we're gonna see some more. Um, gear as the story goes on which is very exciting mm. for me i'm i want to see more of his uh his time delay bombs yeah me too all the time stuff is good i hopefully we'll get some more of it but i, I forget at the moment but still just as hell stuff is real good carlos oh. Escara is always great and his arts and his arts fantastic for this uh, i John love wagner, color yeah john wagner does some cool stuff with the story and just generally more strontium dog please and we'll get it for about eight more procs. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. I love this comic. Yeah. Episode 33, Progs 111 to 114, May 1979. Thrill 4, Strontium Dog. Oh, man. Script robot is uh, John Wagner writing as TB Grover. Art robot is Carlos Escara. Lettering robot is John Aldrich. You guys are amazing, and I love this cover. <laughs> It's so good, man. So we start this week with the Desert of the Living Dead. It's got rows of weird circular stones, and it's full of skeletons. Living skeletons with crazy red eyeballs. Ah, gross. Yeah, the guys are freaked out. And then Kai, the third lord of the living death, of the third lord of living death shows up. His mark is upon the Gronk. And Gronk's arm turns into a skeleton arm. Soon, they'll all succumb to his mark and become crazy skeletons, too. (laughs) No! We gotta run to the, like, Emerald City. The Black Citadel. (laughs) Yeah. As they continue going there, the Gronk turns more and more skeletal. As night falls, the skeleton dudes call out to them, and Fly's eyes, nerves, breaks, and his hands go turn skeletal as well. And uh. both uh, both Dork and or Don Dork <laughs> and Wolf's arm uh, ha- each get one hand each skeletal. Yep. Uh, uh, Kai claims the Gronk, but Johnny fights him off. The skeletalization is based on losing hope. Johnny sends Wolf and the rest to make their way to the city and heal deal with the horsemen. But as time wears on, even Johnny loses hope, and Kai confronts him. By sunrise, he'll be one of the walking dead. Oh, snap. Yeah. We cut to the four horsemen of death out on the ride. What? They look so awesome. Yeah, they're on the warpath because Johnny has stolen Kai's horse and is on his way back to the Black Citadel. So, uh, Kai is the third horseman, KY. The other three are Alam, Ogar, and Samazan. And they all have different, and they're all different themes of skeletal horsemen, and they're all super duper dope. Oh, yeah. Samurai horseman, and like a, a fisherman horseman, and a giant axe wielding one, and a scythe. It's freaking great. Yeah, they ride down Johnny, and even though Johnny takes a axe to the back, he finally makes it through the gates of the city. Everyone enters the gates, and they recover their skeletal hands and stuff. Welcome to Hate, second city of hell. Dude, Hate is amazing. It's the city of Hate! 
It's so cool. Yeah, there's a pair of huge black spires with big-ass gargoyles flying around. Flying around them. And then the boys meet the two mayors of hate, Mr. Sun and Mr. Moon. They have a moon, they have sun and crescent moon heads, respectively. Mr. Moon is totally 90s McDonald's pitch man Mac tonight. Big tonight, uh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Things seem pretty cool. They even get served hot cocoa. But then we, yeah, but then we learn about the daily hate. <laughs> Every day at noon, the gargoyles swoop down with five tickets, and whoever has those tickets at midnight gets a free trip off the hell world to their own dimension but until then anything goes to get the tickets <laughs> they sing a happy song and then which are creepy it's super creepy yeah they sing their happy song the time has come to say goodbye we'd hate to stay but we must fly for down is up and cold is hot and nothing is but what is not and then their heads expand like balloons and then pop and then like sort of, you know, out like, you know, deflated balloons. You know what I'm saying? They're cartoons in a real time world. Yeah. It's really. Then the walls of the building that the guys are in start to uh, warp and get weird. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, the cocoa turns to worms. The handcuffs fly, his eyes is wearing melt, and fl- and he runs away. He runs into a street that turns into water. Johnny swims <laughs> after him, but the water is flowing into a deadly waterfall. Oh, uh, snap. I'm going to yeah. be as sick as the cucumber. <laughs> it's as dangerous as, the, as, as their cucumber, for sure. Uh, Johnny shoots a life wire bullet, which is some kind of grappling hook thing. And they manage to pull themselves out just as the river road starts to solidify back into tar. Which, was it tar the whole time? Like liquid tar he was swimming in? No, I think it was water, but then it sort of started to solidify back into regular road, I guess. I don't know. Sun and moon show up on a flying canoe and explain that chaos (laughs) reigns in the city of hate. And to prove it, they disappear a flagpole that one of the guys with one of the tickets out has climbed up. As he falls... Fly's eyes, and then Johnny snags his oh, ticket. Oh, God. That's right. Zardoz happens. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good free-for-all stuff. Yeah, so... <laughs> but so now the mob is after them. They start shooting, and to even the score, Sun and Moon drop a ton of guns on the crowd. A la Zardoz. Yeah. It's great. Gu- gunfight shows up. The boys escape into a truck, which Don Dork expertly pu- uh, pilots away. They manage to escape, and the plan is clear. There's five tickets, and five of them. They get the tickets, and then all escape. They'll wait until an hour before midnight, and then ride out and get the tickets. Bet. Next episode, meet the Weird Brothers. Uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> They're going to kill a lot of people, and they got to get five tickets, and it's going to be great. Well, they and say I hope you they know, do it over a couple progs. Everybody comes back to life when they when you attack them, so it's total low calorie low calorie violence. You know, you can shoot somebody in the head, and they'll be back up and around in an hour or two. Yeah, no, it's it's. Uh... Better yeah. luck next time. I'm really excited. The for story's this fun. Um, Ascara's art remains top notch, awesome oh throughout this God. whole thing. Like, Especially the color pages. Yeah, I think that's part of the printing thing we talked about last episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, the color pages for this story are are really arresting and amazing, and 
um, just all like the stuff of the city and even like the planes and the design for the different horsemen of death and stuff. It's all super duper awesome, man. I love Strontium Dog forever. <laughs> Strontium Dog is like this gem. I really do want to go back and read the stuff um, from Star Lord sometime. Yeah, just because like, damn, dude, this is great. Yeah, I think both this I. Like the, both the Strong Team Dog stuff and the uh, and the Robuster stuff is interesting yeah. to read, just to kind of get some backstory on these guys because they come to us in 2000 AD as uh, as fully established characters. So seeing them sort of figure out how the how those characters work and stuff in the early days is really interesting. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh. Episode 34, Progs 115 to 119. June 1979. Thrill 3, Strontium Dog. Oh, what I've been waiting for. So, Script Robot is uh, John Wagner writing as T.B. Grover. Art Robot's Carlos Escara. Lettering Robot, John Aldridge. Carlos Escara, you are a masterwork of a freaking artist. It's real good, man. I'm, I I take back what I said for uh, Rick Random, man. Like, uh, that was just the heat of the moment. Random made me do it. Anyhow. <laughs> Yeah, so we start. So, uh, okay, so our boys are looking for the are for the other four tickets out of hell, and luckily they know where to find them in the hands of the Weird Brothers, Cuss, Hiss, and Silent. Silent is my favorite looking mutant by far because he's just an orb on a neck. <laughs> yeah, they're also strontium dogs, and so they're but that are stuck in hell. And yeah, there's mutants. There's um, there's Cuss who's real ugly. There's Hiss who has Medusa hair, and Silent who's yeah whose head is basically just a, a knee on a neck. <laughs> uh, it's real gross. <laughs> they uh, Fly's eyes tries to team up with them, but they shoot him in the face. And um, <laughs> so you know, and then most of the other weirds get taken out by Don Dork and his borrowed supercar. And Dude, Don Dork rolls over Hiss's snakes. It totally just... de- decapitates his hair. It's awesome. Oh, it's so gross and great. But so our guys manage to get all five tickets and make their way to the station. But as they arrive, they're set upon by the gargoyles that live above the city. Of course, they steal tickets and sting Wolf. Once they get to the station, uh, we find that the gargoyles have taken all but one ticket, and the warp leaves in a few minutes. What's to be done? Ah, snap. Also, early next episode, we find out that Wolf is freezing to death from the gargoyle sting. Like, he's, like, getting encased in a block of ice like a frozen caveman, basically. That's super bizarre, but, you know, dare cucumber. Exactly. We find out that only only Satan can cure the gargoyle's sting, and that means continuing through the hell world to the Black Citadel. Gronk and Don agree to go with Johnny, and Johnny uses his remaining ticket to send Fly's eyes straight to Strontium Dog HQ, where... It's kind of a stroke of genius. Yeah, where he'll just be immediately executed, basically, and, like... Fly's eyes goes to whatever the execution method is, saying, like, yeah, you got me, but at least I'll have my revenge on Johnny Alpha as he goes deep into hell. Yeah, it's pretty great, you yeah, know. It's good problem solving. It's like, all right, like, we don't need Fly's eyes being a bad guy gumming up this story anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Let's yeah. just watch the awesome people be great. Exactly. So the guys continue, um, basically, go down, the pa- down this path, which is a, bridge, a-, a rope bridge. With, the, uh, through the bog of eternal pain. Yeah, with bar, with guards with a rope guards carrying the frozen wolf on a stretcher. From the river come a ton of hands, 
uh, uh. like crying out for help and stuff. Don reaches to grab one and gets pulled in, and he's replaced by a smooth dandy in a bowler hat named Flash Harry. He's, he's a real toad. If you've seen the Simpsons episode where Homer finds the big um, pile of sugar and keeps it in his backyard. Oh, my God. And then he put like Marge is like, why do you why are you sitting out here in the backyard watching the sugar? And he's like, you know, because someone might take it when I'm not looking. And he just reaches out <laughs> and pulls an English guy. And the English guy is like, hello. <laughs> like and Homer's like, where would you get the sugar for that tea? I nipped it the split second you weren't looking and I'll do it again. He, this guy, <laughs> that guy looks looks exactly like Flash Harry. Pretty so much. He explains that it's one man in, one man out here in the Wailing Swamp. But our man Johnny Alpha says no dice. He jumps into the river. He cuts Don free and drags him back onto the bridge. He's such a badass. Super badass. The team continues until suddenly a huge tooth monster rises out of the water to attack our Ah, team. Gross giant snake monster. What are we going to do? Oh, wait. Shawnee Alpha has explosive bullets. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, first it eats Flash Harry right away. Well, well, that's pretty great. Yeah. Everyone else got everyone starts freaking out, requiring Johnny to slap Don in the face so he can keep it together. Oh, that's right. He backhands him. Like, just. Get your shit together. Exactly. Bro. Yeah, put it in the sack. Johnny then hits the snake with a disintegration blast, which takes oh, it down yeah. easy. And all the other snakes are like, whoa, bro. All right, we're cool. That's not true. Three snakes come toward them then. But as they do, Johnny gets grabbed from behind by a tentacle. It drags him underwater, and he loses his blasters. But luckily, before he can be eaten by the giant octopus monster that's dragging him, he pulls out his Electro-Nux and Electro-Punches the monster. Yeah, that's not too great for an underwater monster. I love those Electro-Nux, buddy. (laughs) It's awesome. Uh, They're safe now and they make it to the shore. But before them is a giant mountain of living skulls. Keep biting everybody. Yeah, Johnny electro knocks his way through the skulls, <laughs> but several grab Don Dork and drag him off into oblivion. No, Don Dork! Never he, to be seen from again. Yeah, he wishes, from again. he wishes Johnny's threes and sevens as he goes, which I looked up, and that isn't actually the proper CB etiquette. It should be either threes and eights or seven thirds, um, according to CB dictionaries I found on the internet. Anyway. Wow. All right. <laughs> I do the research, buddy. Hey, man. Someone's got to. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Johnny, Gronk, and the Frozen Wolf enter the Citadel of Hell and meet Satan himself with a pitchfork and everything. Yeah, looking super Satan-y. Yeah. Next episode, oh, geez, it's Satan. He heals Wolf and then reveals himself to actually be Ronald Five Ways, the, hunch, so, the hunchback and scarred creator of the Dimension Warp. So when he unfreezes Wolf, Wolf sees the devil guy and says, by der Gotts, old Nick himself. Old yeah. Nick? Yeah, that's a term for Satan or the devil. Really? Yeah. Like, so old Saint Nick is not, is that like... Different? I feel like it's different. Old right. Nick, I think, might even have to do with, like, cutting you or something like that. Hold on, let me... Give me a second to do to consult with my research assistant, the internet. <laughs> yeah, old Nick is on Wikipedia as like um, oh, wow. an English name for the devil in Christian tran- and Christian tradition. Also, a milk chocolate candy bar. Hey, live it up! I think one comes from the other. It's amazing. But yeah, I think it's like 
another version of old scratch or something like that. But don't don't quote me on that part. Anyway, <laughs> it turns out that Satan's actually Ronald Five Ways. He was badly dis- is a guy. He created the Dimension Warp. In doing so, he was badly disfigured in a fire, and he wanted a new life. So he Dimension Warped to this world, which was completely empty, and he only needs to think to create anything. And because people super made fun of him after his disfigurement and called him ugly and terrible things, he's like, oh, I'll just make it a hell dimension where I torture people forever. Yeah, seems fair. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It it doesn't. So he's created every single thing in this hell world and assumes, yeah, that that Johnny can empathize because being a mutant is basically like like being a scarred up old mad scientist, right? (laughs) Really Uh, making some logical leaps there, bro. Yeah, Johnny's our word. Johnny disagrees, but anyhow, uh, Ronald now, back in Satan form, offers Johnny anything he wants, fame, fortune, etc. Johnny wishes that this evil world and everything in it be destroyed, and he's bound by his word because that's how Satan rolls. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's really weird that he doesn't just double-cross them for no reason. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe he wanted to do it anyway. (laughs) <laughs> the devil's forced to destroy everything and the guys are sent back to earth where the familiar sounds of cops tell him to move along mutie confirms that he's home and wolf kisses asphalt for reasons hey he's back on earth man like I, i'd kiss i'd kiss the ground of earth if i'd been in hell for like a couple weeks and almost man, died of being frozen by a gargoyle was- that's fair i get. i mean i guess i'd like go get a hamburger or something it's true so <laughs> But that's it for Strong Team Dog for a while in the, in the progs. But yeah. it's so good. I know. Well, we'll get a Strong Team Dog story uh, next week, or next episode, actually, in the 1979 sci-fi special. And then Johnny and Wolf and the Gronk will return in the to the progs in fall of 1980. Okay, so not too long, but too long by my estimates. Pretty long. And that was Journey to Hell. Mwah! Magnifique! <laughs> uh, Johnny Alpha and company return, returned about a year later after Journey to Hell in Prague 178. And that sort of typifies Strong Team Dog of this era. It'll come back for like a year and a half or so, and then maybe take a year or even more off because Carlos Escara is, of course, in such high demand with so many different projects in 2000 AD, be it uh, Stainless Steel Rat, Fiends of the Eastern Front, or even Judge Dredd. So, my top Journey to Hell moments. One, the Desert of the Living Dead. Aw, oh, geez, the horsemen are so cool. The idea of slowly skeletonizing over time is really horrifying. This is a great sequence with amazing tension and art. Next is the City of Hate. From the reality bending sun and moon mares to the immortality battle royale to get tickets out of hell, Hate presents a vision of a, of a hellscape full of desperation, violence, and greed where the worst people, not the best, are rewarded t- with, with tickets out. A dark vision indeed. Uh, finally, I love uh, Don Dork, the space trucker, man. I mean, one, his name is Don Dork. Two, he really presages ace trucking and other sort of John Wagner-related things by talking with his constant CB radio code talk. He's an eminently silly character in a very situation, in a very serious situation, and I love him for it. <laughs> You know, Strong Team Dog is one of my favorite thrills, and it really earns its spot on, two th- on the, the 2080 Mount Rushmore alongside Dread Rogue and Slain. 
While Journey to Hell is different from a standard Strontium Dog stories, it's more about, say, the new land they've arrived in, and it loses a lot of the Western elements that I think are, are standard for most Strontium Dog stories. It does highlight the relationship between the primary characters and shows us some of the stranger possibilities for the setting of Strontium Dog, which is helpful later when the boys run into problems with, like, necromancers and stuff. Like, you know, hey, like, we went to hell in our second story, so whatever. <laughs> Just generally, this is a great, essential Strontium Dog story, and 100% worth your time as a reader. And that's it for our episode. I hope you enjoyed it and our coverage of Strontium Dog Journey to Hell. You can find Space Spinner 2000 on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, or on our podcast site, thecradline.com. Feel free to contact us at spacespinner2000 at gmail.com on the 2080 forums. We're on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter pages. On Twitter, we're at Space Spinner 2K. For everything else, just look up Space Spinner 2000, and we should be there. Um, and for everyone out there, thanks for listening to this Space Spinner 2000 collection. We'll be back soon with awesome 2080 action. Until then, I'm Conrad, and this has been the Space Spinner 2000 collection for Strontium Dog Journey to Hell. Spawn Dig for Thrig!